Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Do you feel like you keep dating people who won't commit and you've struggled in your dating life? You've gone through all these breakups, or maybe you've even struggled to consistently date and stay in the dating game. And you are actually the one who struggles to commit and let your walls down. I know how exhausting this can be when you have this desire on your heart that you really want that partner, that best friend, that person to build a life with, and yet your dating life is just going nowhere and you can't seem to find a person to build a healthy relationship with. I just know how frustrating that is. And I was able to take everything I know from clinical psychology and attachment theory research and NLP belief work and build a program that can help you no matter what your past has been, even if you've never had a healthy relationship before in your life, this program will help you become the securely attached, healthy, high self-worth version of you who effortlessly attracts that partner that you've always wanted. So spots are really limited. We can only take a small amount of people every month. And I want to invite you to not wait on your healing. Love is for those who are willing to be brave and do the work And you are so deserving of removing the barriers to everything you desire. So I just want to invite you, apply to the Empowered, Secure, Loved program. You get coaching with me and you will be able to embody that version of you that you deserve. And spots, once again, are super limited. So make sure you apply. You can find the link in my Instagram bio. My Instagram handles Dr. Morgan Coaching, and the link will also be in the show notes. I'm so excited for you to embody that healthy, securely attached version of you. You are so worthy of it. It's your host, Dr. Morgan, and today's episode is all about regulating your nervous system while you're dating. This is an episode that I wish I would have had in my early 20s. I think that some light bulbs are going to go off for you. It's going to really help you if you're currently dating or if you're taking a dating break and you're looking to get back out there. This is really going to be helpful to you as you go on your journey, your uncharted path towards finding your person, right? I know last episode I was talking about mindset and how can we think about dating as an adventure and fun and 
Part of it is when you can regulate your nervous system and regulate your emotions while you're dating, of course, it becomes more fun. So by having these tools, I know it's going to also help you shift your mindset because you'll just be able to relax and enjoy dating more. So get excited for this one. This is a great episode. Before we dive in, I felt like it was really important for me to touch back to an episode I did a while ago. I had so many of you message me about my alcohol use. I don't even know what to call it, but the episode where I talked about my relationship with alcohol. And a lot of you reached out and just said, thank you, thank you, thank you for talking about this and how much it meant to you. And I'm glad it was so helpful to you all. Uh, My sobriety has been the easiest thing ever. I love not having to worry about a hangover, not feeling pressured to drink, and my sleep is incredible. I have a whoop and I have like a 99% sleep score. Who would have thought, right? Like my 30s, I'm so thrilled about getting great sleep, but it's been awesome. And I hope that that episode where I was pretty vulnerable with y'all, I hope that it encouraged you if it's something you've considered. And even if you're not choosing sobriety, I hope it just helped you think about your own relationship with alcohol. One thing I forgot to mention on the episode, because I feel like this is really important context, I I forgot to to mention my own family's history with alcohol, and this is part of my reasoning myself for abstaining from alcohol use. Um, My mom was 11 years old when her parents her mother and her father, my grandparents, were killed up in the high line, up near the Canadian border in Montana. They were killed by a drunk driver. And there were six kids in the family. Somehow they all managed to cope and still go get college degrees and take care of one another. But the tragedy that happened where my my mom and her her sisters and her brother they lost their parents at that young age because of a drunk driver. I know that that has something to do with my own stance with with alcohol. In addition to that, I also lost my uncle who I never met. Um uh, my uncle Ron um died due to driving while intoxicated. So I think that was just important context that I didn't include in that episode. And that's part of my reasoning for, I just don't even want it in my life. It just, the risks, I've seen what it can do, the risks of it just doesn't appeal to me. Um, And I have that family history where it completely changed the course of my family's life. And I never got to meet my grandparents because of someone driving while drinking. And I think that's just important context. That's part of my decision. We all have different contexts, different ways we make decisions. And that was part of it for me. 
Um, and once again, I fully respect and support people who can use it socially. They're not using it as a coping skill and it's a relationship that feels like a healthy relationship to them. I mean, I know there's so many people that love the wine tasting and the experience and, I love a beautiful vineyard. Like I'll go to Napa and just look at the beautiful surroundings or go to Spain or wherever and be able to appreciate wine and everything that goes into it. But for me, it's just not worth it at this time in my life. And it could change for me. Who knows? It could change for me. Absolutely. I may at some point say, you know what? I'm able to have a drink here and there. But at this time of my life, for the entire year of 2023, I am sober and not using alcohol. And I thought it would be important to just mention a little bit of my family history and backstory uh, that helps you know also why that was an important choice for me. Okay, there's our side tangent. I just wanted to touch on that. Let's get back into today's episode. I'm so excited about it. We are talking about emotional regulation, making sure that you have a happy and calm nervous system while you are dating. And this is something that's not talked about nearly enough. Before we get into what you can do, I want you to realize something. Dating from an evolutionary perspective is a stressful event. Think about when we depended on our partners for survival, particularly for women, right? We're back when we had to depend on each other, even in, you know, the caveman days and the saber tooth tiger days choosing a mate was about survival. And it was about how do I know that this person is going to be a good mate? They're going to provide, they're going to be strong, and they're going to make sure to keep me alive, right? That's how we're wired biologically, that choosing a mate is about our survival. So it can feel like life or death. And guess what? Your emotions and your nervous system, unless you work on rewiring your brain and learning how to practice emotional regulation, your nervous system is still wired to believe that choosing a mate is tied to survival. So no wonder people talk about dating anxiety or the pressure with dating and how you can just completely hate the experience and hate the apps because there can be all of this unconscious pressure, right? And I think once you realize that, hey, guess what? This is 2023 and it's no longer a matter of life or death for me to have a great partner and I can actually take care of myself and I'm simply on an adventure to connect with someone who brings more love to my life. Notice how I said more, right? I'm I'm on a journey to connect with someone who magnifies 
the love and joy and happiness that I already have in my life, when you can start to realize that this is not a matter of life or death, um, you can take off some of that pressure. So really, really interesting for you to give yourself compassion and realize that, well, of course, you know, my brain was wired to put all this pressure on dating when my brain has associated it with my survival. But realizing now that, guess what? It's 2023 and we actually don't depend on the man to go kill the saber-toothed tiger and bring home I wanted to say the deer, but I don't know what kind of animals they were eating back then, but to bring home the meal and get the fire started. And guess what? We actually can survive, right, without a partner. So I want you to think about that. And then let's talk about emotional regulation. There's so many perspectives here. Number one, You have to be able to understand attachment theory and apply it to your dating life. It's really important for you to understand your own attachment system and why you do what you do in relationships, understanding your own triggers, the things that make you feel insecurely attached understanding your beliefs about love, your beliefs about relationships, your beliefs about yourself, right? And basically understanding that part of your brain that determines, well, this is who we're attracted to, this is why we're attracted to them, and this is why we do what we do in relationships. When you have that understanding everything clicks and it just becomes so much easier. So this is why I built the Empowered Secure Love Program. I needed people to be able to access that understanding really easily and to to have it be accessible and easy to understand and fun to understand so that people would really apply it to their dating lives. So That's one way, if you're really ready, I would highly encourage you to join us inside of the Empowered Secure Love Program. The application is in my Instagram bio or in the show notes. Um, Another way to start working on this would be learn what your attachment style is. Some of you have already done that, but if you haven't, I have an attachment style quiz also in the link in my Instagram bio. You can test your attachment style. There's awesome, awesome things inside of my book. And it's not the same as going through the program because you don't have the coaching, you don't have the accountability. And there's things that are in the program that are not in the book. But the book is also a great start. The book is called Love Magnet. Check that out. And of course, there's the classic book Attached by Amir Levine. That's also a great start. Um, But I would highly, highly encourage you to make it a goal to understand your attachment style and learn how that impacts your dating behaviors, thoughts, feelings, and how you show up in relationships. Okay. So this is part of being able to regulate your nervous system is 
getting that understanding of why you do what you do, when we understand, we can have compassion. And that's on to step number two of this is learning how to practice self-compassion. So many of you have had experiences early on in your childhoods where you were chronically emotionally invalidated, where if you were struggling with something or you were having a bad day or you felt scared or you felt angry or you had any emotions that were perceived as negative, that you were told to stop it, to stop being so much, to forget about it and go play. Um, So many of you never had the appropriate response, the securely attached response. You never had that towards your emotions. And this causes you to internalize whatever response you were given from your parent figures, you internalize that as the way that you respond to your own emotions. And unless you do inner child work, unless you learn how to practice self-compassion, you learn how to validate your emotions, you will continue whatever maladaptive response you learned as a child. So it's really up to you to begin to respond differently to your emotions. People always think that regulating your emotions is about journaling and taking a bath, and I am going to talk about those things, but it really starts with how can you show up for you as your ideal parent and make the commitment to continue to practice and practice and practice until that ideal parent, kind, compassionate, emotionally validating, until that response becomes second nature and you internalize that response. You have to practice and practice and practice until that's your automatic response. And as someone who has spent years doing that, I can tell you that it feels like an uphill battle for a long time. It feels like, well, am I ever going to be kind to myself? Am I ever going to respond differently? And it kind of seems like you won't for the longest time. But just like anything worthwhile with consistency and showing up, you begin to internalize a different response to your emotions. You begin to show up as your ideal parent and you change your life. So step number two, self-compassion. And of course, this is also part of the ESL program because I know it works. So I have um, trainings in there. One of them's called Mindfulness Self-Compassion Meets Attachment Theory. And it's all about how do you use self-compassion when your attachment system is dysregulated so that you can learn to show up as securely attached, and move towards that securely attached version of yourself, okay? So we talked about understanding. We talked about compassion. Now I want to talk about behaviors. And behaviors are 
coping behaviors, ways of being, right? Like behaviors is a very broad term. So there's two categories here. We have coping behaviors, and then we also have showing up differently in a relationship and and learning to have new behaviors in that way. So as you're dating, you need to get clear, what are my coping behaviors, right? So let's say for an example, you are going on date number three and you're spiraling and you're thinking, oh my gosh, this guy doesn't even like me. What if he doesn't show up today? What if this is a huge waste of time? What if he cancels before the date and you're spiraling, right? Well, we have the awareness. So you would say, okay, there's my anxious attachment style that I developed out of an emotionally unavailable parent figure growing up. So you have awareness. Step number two, compassion. You're going to tune in and say, oh, I feel so much love and I'm so sorry that you're going through this right now. And I know this is tough and your brain's telling you that there's possible abandonment or that you're not good enough. And I'm so sorry that that's your experience right now. I want you to know you are so worthy of love and relationships can be so good and valuable and you deserve to be vulnerable and take risks and see if this could be a good person for you. And you deserve to get to gather the data on this person and be open to connection. So I'm just giving you an example of what you could say as your self-compassionate ideal parent in that moment, right? So now the third thing would be behaviors. So a coping behavior could be Maybe you take that long, hot shower and you play your favorite music. By the way, I freaking love hot, hot water, like rip your skin off level of hot water. Like I will just steam up a shower. And that's absolutely one of my coping skills is just a hot, hot shower with probably some R&B, um, probably like Sade or um, I don't even know. I'm like trying to think here, like some slowed down Beyonce, um, Lauren Hill. Like I, if I go and have that hot shower and some of that really like soulful, slowed down R&B, that's my one of my coping skills. So just an example. So you would do that to help regulate to your brain is saying, okay, I'm showing up for myself. I'm giving to myself in this moment and I'm worthy of love, right? So it's behaviors to confirm that I'm worthy of love. And then we're talking about behaviors in action on the date what you might do is practice breathing, practice an affirmation, practice um, being open and honest and being curious about the other person. You might say, what would securely attached me do? And this is the behaviors in the moment as you're getting to know the person, right? So we have 
different coping behaviors, and then we have different behaviors actually on the date, right? So as you're going through dating, I want you to think about these three really easy categories, awareness, self-compassion, behaviors, and behaviors is coping behaviors, and then dating behaviors, right? Both of them. And anytime you're spiraling, anytime you're going through something, I want you to think about which one of those areas do do you need, right? And usually you're going to go through all three. So you're thinking about, okay, well, what's my awareness around this? How can I show up for myself as my ideal parent? How can my behaviors look differently? What do I need in order to feel supported? And what does it look like for me to show up differently on this date? So I know this is a lot. It's a lot to apply. This is also like really high value information for you that if you really do apply this to your dating life, I know that you're going to see some changes. Um, And then obviously, if you got value out of this, maybe you've been a listener for a year or two, and maybe you've just been kind of like on the fence. You're like, hey, I know that Dr. Morgan gets me. She's got the clinical psych background as a psychologist. She has research and attachment theory, and she's also super relatable. And you've just been like, oh, I know I want to work with her, but maybe you've used you're too busy as an excuse, or it's not the right time. I'll wait till insert whatever time you've convinced yourself is a better time. Um, Whatever excuse you've come up with, I just want to tell you there's no better time than right now to actually do this work. And if you're really resonating with this, I, I know that you would get so much value out of the Empowered Secure Love Program. It's designed to help you completely move towards secure attachment, to completely learn how to show up differently as you're dating or as you're in relationships to show up as that securely attached version of you. So I just want to personally invite you, don't wait anymore. Don't be on the sidelines. Don't tell yourself, oh, I'll do it when. Now is the time. There's no better time than right now. And the link to apply is in the show notes. It's also in my Instagram bio. I would be so honored to to be your coach, to have you in our community. We have an incredible community. Um, And of course, I hope you got a ton of value out of this episode. This will be one that you might need to share with your friends. If you have anybody out there currently in the dating world and they feel like they're floundering These three things that they can think of will be so helpful. Um, And of course, I'm cheering you on as always. I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. If if this was a helpful episode, you can find me there, Dr. Morgan Coaching. I would love to hear from you. Um, And of course, of course, of course, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships can't wait for the next episode. We're going to be diving into 
releasing the fear of rejection or fear of abandonment. So that's going to be awesome. I can't wait for you to have that episode. All right, y'all wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce. And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.